The Bluebird A wistful note from out the sky, pure, 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 in plaintive tone, as if the wanderer were alone and hardly knew to sing or cry. But now a flash of eager wing, flitting, twinkling by the wall, and pleading sweet and amorous call, ah, now I know his heart doth sing. O bluebird, welcome back again. Thy azure coat and ruddy vest are hues that April loveth best. Warm skies above the furrowed plain. The farm boy hears thy tender voice, and visions come of crystal days, with sugar camps and maple waves, and scenes that make his heart rejoice. The lucid smoke drifts on the breeze. The steaming pans are mantling white, and thy blue wings a joyous sight among the brown and leafless trees. Now loosened currents glance and run, and buckets shine on sturdy bowls. The forest folk peek from their holes, and work his play from sun to sun. The downy beats his sounding limb, the nuthatch pipes his nasal call, and robin perched on treetop tall, heavenward lifts his evening hymn. Now go and bring thy homesick bride, persuade her here is just the place, to build a home and found a race, in Downey's cell my lodge beside. Midsummer in the Catskills The strident hum of sickle bar like giant insect heard afar, is on the air again. I see the mower where he rides, above the level grassy tides that flood the meadow plain. The barns are fragrant with new hay. Through open doors the swallows play on wayward glancing wing. The bobo links are on the oats, and gorging stills the jocund throats that made the meadows ring. The cradlers twain, with right good will, leave golden lines across the hill, beneath the midday sun. The cattle dream neath leafy tent, or chew the cud of sweet content, knee-deep in pond or run. July is on her burning throne, and bides the land with torrid zone, that hastes the ripening grain, while sleepers swelter in the night. The lusty corn is gaining might and darkening on the plain. The butterflies sip nectar sweet, where gummy milkweeds offer treat, or catnip bids them stay. On banded wing grasshoppers poise, with hovering flight and shuffling noise, above the dusty way. The thistlebird, midsummer's pet, in billowy flight on wings of jet, is circling near his mate. The silent waxwing's pointed crest is seen above her orchard nest, where cherries linger late. The dome of day o'erbrims with sound, from humming wings on errands bound. Above the sleeping fields, the linden's bloom faint scents the breeze, and soul and bless mid forest trees, 
a honeyed harvest yields. Poised and full is summer's tide, brimming all the horizon wide. In varied verdure dressed, its viewless currents surge and beat in airy billows at my feet, here on the mountain's crest. Through pearly depths I see the farms, where sweating forms and bronzed arms reap in the land's increase. In ripe repose the forests stand, in veiled heights on every land, swim in a sea of peace. The Partridge List the booming from afar, soft as hum of roving bee. Vague as when on distant bar fall the cataracts of the sea. Yet again a sound astray. Was it the humming of the mill? Was it cannon leagues away, or dynamite beyond the hill? Tis the grouse with kindled soul, wistful of his mate and nest, sounding forth his vernal roll on his love and kindled breast. List his fervid morning drum, list his summons soft and deep, calling spice bush till she come, waking blood root from her sleep. Ah, ruffled drummer, let thy wings beat a march the days will heed. Wake and spur the tardy spring, till minstrel voices jocund ring, and spring is spring in very deed. Snowbirds From out the white and pulsing storm, I hear the snowbirds calling. The sheeted winds stalk o'er the hills, and fast the snow is falling. Like children laughing at their play, I hear the birds a twitter. What care they that the skies are dim or that the cold is bitter? On twinkling wings they eddy past, at home amid the drifting, or seek the hills and weedy fields where fast the snow is sifting. Their coats are dappled white and brown, like fields in winter weather. But on the azure sky they float like snowflakes knit together. I've heard them on the spotless hills where fox and hound were playing. The while I stood with eager ear, bent on the distant baying. The unmown fields are their preserves, where weeds and grass are seeding. They know the lure of distant stacks, where houseless herds are feeding. O oh, cheery bird of winter cold! I bless thy every feather. Thy voice brings back dear boyhood days when we were gay together. The Song of the Toad Have you heard the blinking toad sing his solo by the river when April nights are soft and warm and spring is all a quiver? If there are jewels in his head, his wits they often muddle. His mate full often lays her eggs into a drying puddle. The jewels in his throat I ween, and song in ample measure, for he can make the welkin ring and do it at his leisure. At ease he sits upon the pool, and void of fuss or trouble, makes vesper music fit for kings from out an empty bubble. A long, drung out and tolling cry, that drifts above the chorus of shriller voices from the marsh that April nights send o'er us. 
A tender monotone of song, with vernal longings blending, that rises from the ponds and pools, and seems at times unending. A linked chain of bubbling notes when birds have ceased their calling, that lulls the ear with soothing sound, like voice of water falling. It is the knell of winter dead. Goodbye, his icy fetter. Blessings on thy warty head. No bird could do it better. To the Oregon Robin. O varied thrush, O robin strange, behold my mute surprise. Thy form and flight I long have known, but not this new disguise. I do not know thy slutty coat, thy vest with darker zone. I'm puzzled by thy recluse ways, and song in monotone. I left thee mid my orchard's bloom, when May had crowned the year. Thy nest was on the apple bough, where rose thy carol clear. Thou lurest now through fragrant shades, where hoary spruces grow, where floor of moss enfolds the foot like depths of fallen snow. I follow fast or pause alert to spy out thy retreat, or see thee perched on tree or shrub, where field and forest meet. Thy voice is like a hermit's reed, that solitude beguiles. Against is like a silver bell, a tune in forest aisles. Throw off, throw off this masquerade, and don thy ruddy vest, and let me find thee as of old, behind thy orchard nest. The Indigo Bird Oh, late to come, but long to sing, my little finch of deep-dyed wing, I welcome thee this day. Thou comest with the orchard bloom, the azure days, the sweet perfume that fills the breath of May. A winged gem amid the trees, a cheery strain upon the breeze, from treetop sifting down, a leafy nest in covert low, when daisies come and brambles blow, a mate in Quaker brown. But most I prize past summer's prime, when other throats have ceased to chime, Thy faithful treetop strain. No brilliant bursts our ears enthrall, a prelude with a dying fall that soothes the summer's pain. Where black caps sweeten in the shade, and clematis a bower hath made, or in the bushy fields, on breezy slopes where cattle graze, at noon on dreamy August days, thy strain its solace yields. O oh, bird inured to sun and heat, and steeped in summer languor sweet, the tranquil days are thine. The seasons fret and urge her o'er, its tide is loitering on the shore. Make thy contentment mine. Waiting. Serene, I fold my hands and wait, nor care I for wind, nor tide, nor sea. I rave no more against time or fate, for lo, my own shall come to me. I stay my haste, I make delays, for what avails this eager pace? I stand amid the eternal ways, and what is mine shall know my face. 
Asleep, awake, by night or day, the friends I seek are seeking me. No wind can drive my bark astray, nor change the tide of destiny. What matter if I stand alone? I wait with joy the coming years. My heart shall reap where it has sown, and garner up its fruit of tears. The waters know their own and draw the brook that springs in yonder heights. So flows the good with equal law unto the soul of pure delights. Like peal of a bugle upon the still night, so flames her deep scarlet and dim forest light. A heart throb of color lit up the dim nook. A dash of deep scarlet, the dark shadows shook. Thou darling of August, thou flame of her flame. It is only bold autumn, thy ardor can tame. The crow. My friend and neighbor through the year, self-appointed overseer, of my crops of fruit and grain, of my woods and furrowed plain, claim thy tithings right and left. I shall never call it theft. Nature wisely made the law, and I fail to find a flaw. In thy title to the earth, and all it holds of any worth, I like thy self-complacent air, I like thy ways so free from care. Thy landlords stroll about my fields, quickly noting what each yields. Thy courtly mien and bearing hold, as if thy claim were brought with gold. Thy floating shape against the sky, when days are calm and clouds are high. Thy thrifty flight, ear rise of the sun, thy homing clans when day is done. Hues protective are not thine, so sleek thy coat, each quill doth shine. Diamond black to end of toe, thy counterpoint the crystal snow. Never plaintive nor appealing, quite at home when thou art sealing, always groomed to tip of feather, calm and trim in every weather, morn till night my woods policing, every sound thy watch increasing. Hawk and owl in treetop hiding, feel the shame of thy deriding. Naught escapes thy observation, none but dread thy accusation. Hunters, prowlers, woodland lovers, vainly seek the leafy covers. Noisy, scheming, and predacious, with demeanor almost gracious. Dowered with leisure, void of hurry, void of fuss and void of worry. Friendly bandit, Robin Hood, judge and jury of the wood. Or Captain Kidd of sable quill, hiding treasures in the hill. Nature made thee for each season, gave thee wit for ample reason. Good crow wit that's always burnished, like the coat her care has furnished. May thy numbers ne'er diminish, I'll befriend thee till life's finish. May I never cease to meet thee, may I never have to eat thee, and mayest thou never have to fare so that thou playest this part of Scarecrow. June's Coming 
Now have come the shining days when field and wood are robed anew, and o'er the world a silver haze mingles the emerald with the blue. Summer now doth clothe the land in garments free from spot or stain. The lustrous leaves, the hills untanned, the vivid meads, the glaucous grain. The day looks new, a coin unworn, freshly stamped in heavenly mint. The sky keeps on its look of morn, of age and death there is no hint. How soft the landscape near and far, a shining veil the trees enfold. The day remembers moon and star, a silver lining half its gold. Again I see the clover bloom, and wade in grasses lush and sweet. Again has vanished all my gloom, with daisies smiling at my feet. Again from out the garden hives, the exodus of frenzied bees, the humming cyclone onward drives, or finds repose amid the trees. At dawn the river seems a shade, a liquid shadow deep of space. But when the sun the mist has laid, a diamond shower smites its face. The season's tide now nears its height and gives to earth an aspect new. Now every shoal is hid from sight with current fresh as morning dew. A March Glee I hear the wild geese honking from out the misty night, a sound of moving armies on sweeping in their might. The river ice is drifting beneath their northward flight. I hear the bluebird plaintive from out the morning sky, or see his wings a-twinkle that with the azure vie. No other bird more welcome, no more prophetic cry. I hear the sparrow's ditty anear my study door, a simple song of gladness that winter days are o'er. My heart is singing with him, I love him more and more. I hear the starling fluting, his liquid okali. I hear the downy drumming, his vernal revelry. From out the maple orchard, the nuthatch calls to me. Oh, spring is surely coming, her couriers fill the air. Each morn are new arrivals, each night her ways prepare. I send her fragrant garments, her foot is on the stair. Hepatica When April's in her genial mood, and leafy smells are in the wood, in sunny nook by bank or brook, behold this lovely sisterhood, a spirit sleeping in the mold, and tucked about by leafage old, opens an eye blue as the sky, and trusting takes the sun or cold. Before a leaf is on the tree, or booms the roving bumblebee, she hears a voice, Arise, rejoice, in furry vestments cometh she. Before the oven bird has sung, or thrush or chewing found a tongue, she ventures out and looks about, and once again the world is young. Sometimes she stands in white array, sometimes as pink as dawning day, or every shade of azure maid, and oft with breath as sweet as may. Sometimes 
She biddeth all alone, and lifts her face beside a stone. A child at play along the way, when all her happy mates have flown. Again in bands she beams around, and brightens all the littered ground, and holds the gaze in leafless ways, a concert sweet without a sound. Like robin's song and bluebird's wing, her throats that make the marshes ring. Her beaming face and winsome grace are greetings from the heart of spring. The Downy Woodpecker. Downy came and dwelt with me, taught me hermit lore, drilled his cell in oaken tree near my cabin door. Architect of his own home, in the forest dim, carving its inverted dome in a dozy limb. Carved it deep and shaped it true with his little bill. Took no thought about the view, whether dale or hill. Shook the chips upon the ground, careless who might see. Hark, his hatchet's muffled sound, hewing in the tree. Round his door as compass mark, true and smooth his wall. Just a shadow on the bark points you to his hall. Downy leads a hermit life all the winter through. Free his days from jar and strife and his cares are few. Waking up the frozen woods, shaking down the snows, many trees of many moods echo to his blows. When the storms of winter rage, be it night or day, then I know my little page sleeps the time away. Downy's stores are in the trees, egg and ant and grub, Juicy tidbits rich as cheese, hidden stump and stub. Rat-tat-tat his chisel goes, cuddling out his prey. Every boring insect knows when he comes its way. Always rapping at their doors, never welcome he. All his kind they vote are bores, whom they dread to see. Why does Downy live alone? In his snug retreat, has he found that near the bone is the sweetest meat? Birdie craved another fate when the spring had come, advertised him for a mate on his dry limb drum, drummed her up and drew her near in the April morn till she owned him for her dear in his state forlorn. Now he shirks all family cares, this I must confess, quite absorbed in self-affairs, in the season's stress. We are neighbors well agreed of a common lot, peace and love are only creed in this charmed spot.